Welcome to Romancing the Dungeon, a softcore D&D podcast. While everybody else is looking for glory, treasure, and power, our adventurers are on the greatest quest of all to find true love. So join Thane, Fia, Nathaniel, and Festa as they put their hearts on the line. Last time in Romancing the Dungeon. So last time we spent a lot, a lot of time going down some stairs. And at the bottom of it, we did find some vases with some flowers. And I just kind of forgot everything after that. But then I remembered because we were fighting Lilu and Erdet. Well, things weren't going really great for us at that point. But then, uh, for some reason, a gelatinous cube came along. Nathaniel, Obsidian McKnight, our hero of this situation, did in fact charm this creature to our side and we beat them and by beat them I mean I threw Lilu into the gelatinous cube and it was kind of a hard thing to watch to see her dissolve that was not PG but um, after that Hedonna came around and saved us uh, because she blew the whole place up and we escaped and then we met some guy with a hat and a weird accent that's all I got was that what happened in episode 8? yeah something like that close enough close enough close enough (laughs) Are you lonely, miserable, or just plain horny? Well, you've taken the first steps to solving your problems. At least your dating ones. Welcome to D8. Devoted, desired, dreamy, or dirty. Dapper dates for dejected daters. My name is Roz Graypurse, founder, CEO, and love wizard, and food critic. And by food critic, I mean I have been known to threaten managers and servers with a lousy review to score free meals, drinks, cutlery, and napkins. (laughs) (laughs) To get started, please fill out the attached questionnaire. Question 9. Among your friends and family, what are you best known as? Well, my brother is my best friend and my family. So he... He says I am extremely helpful and always there to, you know, I'm always the first one who's like, yes, I'll go and do this with you. Yes, I'll help you get in here. Yes, I'll help you carry this. So, yeah. What the hell? (laughs) (laughs) So I said your family or your best friend. Yeah. (laughs) As always, Fia, very, very sad. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Okay, well, I'm going to top you for sad. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to be topped, thank you. (laughs) I feel like we're going back to that closet again. (laughs) It's a strange start, but in this week's episode of... No, not episode. I'm not taking 60 minutes to do this. This week's segment of Thane's Tidbits, where Thane talks about some tidbits from his life. And if everyone remembers from episode three, I want to say, Thane grew up an orphan on the streets of Tezrab, and so does his family know him? He doesn't know. That's all he's got. <laughs> it's probably gonna leave like an X in that in that part of the dating form. There's probably just gonna be a line, like an NA. <laughs> just not, just not um, applicable. NA <laughs> Ring Doctor. <laughs> uh my family is very affluent. Uh I have an older sister who's a sorceress and an older brother who's an accomplished alchemist. Uh, younger siblings are looking to inherit some blacksmiths' uh, uh, businesses as apprentices, and um, I um, I do this warlock thing, kinda. That's 
That's what I do. So. Mom and pop must be real proud. <laughs> it's the kind of thing where like you show up to parties and none of your extended family know what you do. They're just like, oh, warlock. Oh, <laughs> will you um, Eldritch blast the cake there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what Eldritch blast sounds like. <laughs> Makes the last episode really bad. <laughs> Considering I was shooting a slime. <laughs> Take that, mom. <laughs> Every time she casts Eldritch Blast, she just imagines her mother. <laughs> I don't know. People, people, uh, for the most part, think quite highly of me. You know, they see me as a leader, uh, somebody who inspires them. Um, just uh, something to aspire to, if anything. Uh, I'm sort of a legendary around certain parts a myth around others and uh that's it <laughs> a test of guess. STDs and others <laughs> <laughs> okay you are standing at the the gates of the former convent of devotion and purity um watching the the hillside cliff kind of collapse and fold in on itself, burying the, the temple and the sanctum of Gomorrah underneath it. Giles and Ariel are kind of standing beside you as this is all happening, and uh, a few of the other survivors, followers and disciples, uh, are, are just kind of fleeing and kind of, you know, milling and generally just standing around like, you know, background. Do not ask any of them any of their names. They are not prepared. Okay? <laughs> they are all in shock, and they've all forgotten their names. Um, Everyone has temporary amnesia. Yes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Temporary NPC Do any of them have any particular features about them that make them <laughs> Hey Declan, hey Declan, are any of them bibs? Bibs. Are there any bibs at the convent? Oh, no, no. The McGucket, the, the, the gentleman in the, uh, the dwarven gentleman in the, the 10 gallon hat, just kind of he doffs it at you and hops up onto a a, a rather large, fat little donkey with uh, side saddlebags out of it on it. He just kind of, he just gestures that, you know, his his salutes. Why am I saluting you guys? Uh, I don't know. Um, Audio podcast. <laughs> bye, y'all. And he's just, he he trundles on down the road on his donkey. Who, who, who was that? A friend. Uh, well, he had a nice hat, so if we're going to judge anyone by their hat, then he is definitely a friend. <laughs> whose name we did not know. Oh, well, uh, Vesta overheard him being addressed as Magoka. Okay. Whose name I do not know. Whose name you do not know. <laughs> I personally... Sucks for this. you, friend. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose we get back to the uh, horse and buggy. Carriage. Horse and carriage? We did leave, We did, We did. did actually leave that far away, didn't we? Well, close yet. by. Close by, far oh, away. Don't we have a hostage or something We in do there. still have a hostage inside there. You do. Giles is kind of still... Like holding on to Ariel's hand, he's kind of half hugging her. He's sort of like pecking her on the cheek, uh, the oh. neck. She seems a little bit overexerted because she fled the temple and brought him and few a few of the others around. You see that the not anyone basically not in disciple garb. Also, don't ask them their names. They are shocked <laughs> by what they've just witnessed. Um, <laughs> but the <laughs> I'm very prepared. Very prepared. <laughs> <laughs> Let me pull up a random name generator. Why, <laughs> oh, there's Glibble Globble. <laughs> I mean, you're prepared for our bullshit, and that's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, so. that's, all, that's all I can do. Uh, he's just, yeah, he's 
Like he's 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 kind of overloading her with affection. Dane and Fia, give me a perception check. Oh yeah. <laughs> there's just a lot of noises happening right yeah, now. Just, <laughs> yeah, this is great for the 18? podcast. Uh seven. She still does it like a bingo caller, I don't know why. <laughs> G7? G7? Do you want to cut in the mic or not? <laughs> Goblin like pops up in the crowd. That's me. Uh, thing? Seven. Seven. And Fia, you got 18. Yes. Um, Dane, you're kind of just, you're, you're looking into the distance uh, where you left the carriage and stuff like that. And you're kind of trying to make shapes towards it. Sure. Fia, you catch Ariel kind of as Giles is um, hugging into her. Uh, her eyes land on you and you spot straight away that her cheeks flush a little bit as both of your eyes meet. That's because you guys were kissing. Yeah, I kind of make, you know, like I, I look down and then kind of look left and right really awkwardly. And uh, I just go back, pushing my gear kind of back onto myself. Okay. Were you naked? No, uh, no, no. It's <laughs> <laughs> all like, you know, like You're, crossbow yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, so Giles, uh, Giles and Ariel had collected uh, your belongings from the uh, the unguarded locker room. Seeing you react and, you know, kind of start to prepare yourself, Ariel just kind of uh, pushes Giles, uh, like, gently away. And it's just, um, dearest, we, uh, you, you, you said you needed to speak to my rescuers. Here comes that awful French accent, everybody. Yes. <laughs> I've been waiting four episodes for this. <laughs> no pressure. Three months. <laughs> oh, oui, yes, yes, yes. Um, um, my friends, it is... Um, you have done me the greatest of favours, and I, I, wish, I, I, I wish you would accompany back to the Sleeping Bee, and we will feast, and you will rest, and... Please, I, I, I cannot take no from you. Do you still have buff? I, I will prepare whatever you wish. Buff, oysters, horse. Ananas. Uh, ananas. <laughs> Pomme de terre. Soup de jour. Oui. <laughs> Please, I, 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 humbly, I humbly invite you to the sleeping bee. Uh, yeah, sure. Um, why not? Uh, I'm hungry. Yeah, I'm hungry. Yeah. Okay. And I also want to sleep because I don't think we've slept in like... Days. Fucking like three whole days. It's been days. <laughs> Should we go get our carriage? Uh, well, yeah, that's probably yeah, how prob- we'll get back. I'm not walking. Yeah. Uh, the horse like feeds itself, you know. Will we see you at the, sleeping, at the sleeping bee? I of course. And he's Ariel. And he, he, he takes her... Oh, that's a good name to pick for a French accent. Ariel. <laughs> I'm basically like I'm basically French. Uh, <laughs> I can't speak a fucking lick of it, but I'm basically French. <laughs> he 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 cups her hand and he kind of leads her away. And you see a few of the other followers are, uh, and disciples and whatnot are all kind of they're they're all kind of dispersing. And the four of you are standing there, taking it in around you now that the kind of the just has literally and figuratively settled on the, the scenario. You can now see that the the hill has kind of collapsed in on over the um the temple and uh the kind of the landslide that came with it has buried some of the gardens and stuff like that around you mm-hmm. and there's only a kind of a quarter of that outer white limestone wall left standing it's actually quite serene because there's a stillness around it now like the sun has just dipped below the horizon and there's I'm being I'm trying to be really nice with my description here. There's just hues of purple and heavy pink kind of kind of splotted around the sky, and it's just as you kind of put it, Hephaestus, it's like you're you finally feel exhaustion just kind of kind of creeping in. It's that sort of 
oh my god, we've been running on adrenaline since herb, and and now it's just yeah, I, I you need rest, you need sleep, you need to kind of gather your thoughts. Uh, before we leave, I just grab a random cultist and not even asking their name, I'm like, do the words Hidana mean anything to you? No, why? <laughs> <laughs> We've discovered someone from Cork. <laughs> I was going for Shrek, but okay. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, no reason. Anyway, keep it cool. Bye. <laughs> and I just leave. Okay. <laughs> just going to follow Thane as well to s- get the carriage and horse. You're heading kind of back up that uh, path towards yes. from the convent. Yes. Okay. You, yeah, you're, you're, you're all, I mean, this was kind of a straight road. There was kind of a slight dip in it, but trundling up along, you see that because the site that there's no one here to take care of the lanterns and like the place, uh, and with the with night kind of creeping in, the it is getting a little bit kind of harder to see. But in the distance, you can kind of see where the main road, because you you can spot some of the followers and the the volunteers that kind of came to re- the rabble rousers that came to rescue you all, are kind of now off this path and onto that main road and are kind of walking away. You don't see the carriage. Give me a perception check. Did someone hijack our fucking ride? 17. Tane is very tired. That's a natural one. 12. 17. Okay, everybody with Thane. <laughs> Just looking at my shoes. It's, it's more the, <laughs> kind of like, like you're looking, you're trying to scout for the where the carriage might have been. The rest of you kind of in the, in the twilight of the sky around you, you just kind of emerging from kind of a thicket from a ditch you see a figure stepping forward um then you kind of see the shadow just kind of mulling around and uh, hephaestus nate and fia you recognize sykes oh i take like three steps back <laughs> yeah like i'm defensive immediately i'm looking at the sky it's really pretty because <laughs> that's what a natural one gets you Thane, Thane. huh it's sykes Oh, it's very dark. I don't have dark vision. Oh, so that's, that's right. He's the only well, human. It's, it's nighttime is creeping in. Oh. It's relatively dark and I'm very tired. <laughs> that could be anybody. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll throw my arm up. Hey, Sykes. <laughs> Hello, Sykes. He he stops and kind of on seeing the four of you in the same way that your, your arm went for your weapon. You see him kind of just reaching over his shoulder. He's not not done anything but he's, he's, he reaches over his shoulder where is she which one Rash Rash was your dog yeah oh we don't know actually honestly honest to at least several gods we don't know where your dog is you were looking for that flatstone woman Nana and Rash had her well, they weren't in the convent. Yeah, we checked out this really weird place. You would have really hated it. There was so much talking and so few clothes. Um, they were not there. What do you mean they weren't there? That's where. That's where. That's where your, her brother told us to take her. They had no record of her whatsoever. Yeah. 
They like they said initially she was there, but then they lied to us to keep us there. If you if you look over at the convent, it's actually in pieces. We actually did a really thorough search. He squints. Yeah. He's got very good vision, unlike Thane. He's oh yes, I see that. <laughs> yeah. So, like, we would hope that they're not there because if they are there, or if they were there, should really be putting the flat into flat stone. Oh. <laughs> That's a joke about how they could be dead. How could you say that about your wife? Oh my God. Because I know she's not actually there. Yeah, Fia, he's coping. Let him deal with yeah. the trauma of maybe losing his wife. Love is hard. Yeah. They're not there. I don't know where they are. We've no other leads, but they're not there. But... I tracked you from the inn to here. Where's your courage? It's gone. It had Norris in it, Eugenia's brother. But we're after walking all the way back up the avenue and it's gone. Thane and anybody else who reckons that they're good at tracking, give me oh. a... Would it be a survival check? That's what I mean, survival check. I'll give it a go. <laughs> Thane is very tired, that's a nine. <laughs> uh, Eighteen. Okay. <laughs> It's alright, well, <laughs> right, you, you were in stuff like you bad like, It's just like I got yawning. An 18 as well. Okay. Sykes just um he, he he squats down and he uh you see he's he's kind of pointing out the tracks that you had laid the, the carriage had wheeled in. Wheeled wheeled in those tracks. Um, <laughs> but the just the you can you can see where the tracks have kind of come off the road. The tracks could have doubled back up on themselves. They they don't lead to the convent, so he didn't go that way. Why do I sound like Bruce Wayne now? <laughs> a really bad one. Like Sy- Sykes has had a long day also. Is, is this in the opposite direction of the Sleeping Bee or is it? Where is it? We'd be heading back to back. the Sleeping Bee. So you double back. I think we got to go to the Sleeping Bee. I guess we at least have to follow the tracks, but this presupposes that Nars broke out of the stuff we tied him up in. Because we definitely tied him up, right? He was pretty well tied. Or those guards that he had with him that he did not actually defeat and, you know, would give chase for their employer. Uh, Giles. That's Giles. Dumb. Um you got enough beef for this guy here. Oh, they, they've buggered off, so oh. Giles and Akael are, are gone. Then I don't say that. Okay. <laughs> Where is Norris from? Do you think he's gone back to his home? We met them in Tezrab. I'm sure he ran off somewhere safe, yeah. He wouldn't stick around. I mean, he, he has committed there? a crime. He did steal our property. I mean, he's rich and I don't think it matters. Social commentary. <laughs> <laughs> Look. I don't care about the, the Flatstone woman anymore. I want my dog back. Okay, we can help with that. Do you want to team up? Yeah, you want to hang? You scratch my rash, I scratch yours. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Your ex-boyfriend. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> she knows where all the rashes are. Oh. <laughs> Kind of looking at the four of you just descend into chaos. And just... <laughs> this is what adventuring does to people. <laughs> I think... Uh, I think I'll do better by myself. I, uh, I'm going to go back to Tezra. I'll meet you in the Ill Cauldron when you return. Just ask for me. They'll, they'll send someone. Okay. Will do. So Sykes just kind of joins that crowd of people kind of milling away and he heads uh, he's heading north <laughs> so you guys uh, you're trying to land down that road like a crappy old country song you, you make your way back towards the sleeping bee and it does it does take you uh, 
because you're on foot this time and you're not speeding down on a carriage while beating up a very, very rich aristocrat. <laughs> in the distance, after, after about maybe kind of 40 minutes of walking, uh, you see Giles on horseback pulling a cart behind him and he, he's kind of waving you down and just, yeah, he pulls up savior. and he signals for you all to get in. Oh. Yeah, I'll hop in and Absolutely. just like... <sighs> Just relief from walking. He, you arrive, he pulls in down the small little laneway, and he gestures for you to, to just head in and, and rest and get a bite to eat. As you as you step back in the... Because the last thing you actually you were in the side entrance is you going in the front door, mm-hmm. and the there's sort of a, a kind of a wide kind of entrance uh, platform that you step down into. And again, this is quite a, quite a large uh, countryside inn and tavern. And at the end of... Uh, like right across from you at the other side of the building you see Ariel and she's she's kind of uh, scooping up uh, bowls of uh, leftover soup and there are a few um, disciples kind of who are all kind of a little bit confused as to what's going on or where they're going and what they're doing they seem to have kind of taken them in uh, and offered them a bit of shelter a bit of reprise she she kind of gestures at the four of you and kind of seeing you all looking so haggard she just she gestures up at the room she just kind of points up and you can see kind of that she's kind of pointing at a at a particular door uh, on the next floor and a balcony you see that it's got kind of a kind of a green kind of coat of paint on it so she's kind of pointing at that door and she just she, as you kind of wander in she's just like please make your uh, make yourselves uh, comfortable I'll have I'll have some food brought up to you a little bit later if you wish yeah thanks that'd be that'd be very good and I'm kind of Blushing again a little bit, my head down. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, she's also blushing. <laughs> I'm like nudging Fia. I'm like, hey, hey, hey. I say thank you, and I take her hand, and I give her a little kiss on the hand. She doesn't blush at all. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. <laughs> um, okay, so you guys, you head you head up to your to your room, uh, and you crawl into your respective beds alone. So, yeah. uh, Fia, yeah, give me uh, an intelligence check. Eighteen. Okay, so which book were you were you investigating first? I want to investigate the book I found down in the sanctuary. So, the art of making love potions. Yes. Uh, by Rosalinda Graypurse. Kind of combing through it, you can see that there are. It's sort of looking at the the elements that are that go into a, a love potion. It's kind of the science and theory behind it, the the magical nuances that one needs. It's all very nerdy. Like, that's the only way to kind of put it to you. And you can see that there are kind of notes scribbled in the margins, um, kind of, you know, and stuff underlined. Give me a medicine check. 17. Oh, for the love of God. Huh. <laughs> Great, now I have to tell her more things. Yeah, that I have to make up on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> no, you've you kind of... It's more, it's not so much the, what is written in the book as, as in the text printed on it, but the notes scrawled in it. And you, you make out two different types of handwriting. The, the notes seem to kind of indicate that in order to create a love potion, you need a viable source of pure, raw emotion. And the best way to effectively cut that uh, into a love potion or to prepare it so that it doesn't have a, a toxic impact on the 
person who's going to drink it is to mix it with something else, be it uh, a health potion or some other form of tonic that has sort of a healing property or a medicinal property to it. So you using various different magic and you can kind of see underlined there they've written down uh, gelatinous cube question mark black pudding question mark question mark that has kind of two crosses through it and then in brackets uh, four dead uh, two severely injured kind of in brackets underneath it there was clearly some sort of trial and error here on uh, whoever was doing the experiments and that's all i gleam from that book anyway is it <laughs> Okay, um, can I look at the... Oh, sorry, sorry, oh, sorry. I tell, I tell a lie, there is something else. Because um, when, you, when you found the book, there was something, what kind of caught your attention was the thing glinting on it? Yes. You rec- there's, a, there's a small chain, sort of a, um, a, a dusty old chain kind of on it, like it's, it, it looks kind of aged. Okay. Uh, and it's broken. And as you kind of thumb through the rest of the book, you notice on the back of it, a, an ink stank an ink stank. <laughs> there's an ink stank on it you notice an ink stamp it reads property of the Tezrav city library oh okay so same as the other book that I found previously in herb yeah okay stealing library books what a crime they're the real apparently it's very common in this area <laughs> library thefts. Okay. you wouldn't steal a book <laughs> can i try looking at the the ledger now then well it's this has taken you a bit of time so right. the that's your sort of you you've had your four hours of of, of, of looking for that but there is a knock uh on the door you see the others kind of all kind of toss and turn but nobody quite wakes up um i'll go and answer the knock at the door ariel is standing there and you see that she's kind of mm. got uh, her nightgown on and pulled up over her shoulders and she looks you dead in the eyes. May we have a word in private? She says in kind of a whisper. Yeah, sure. And I walk out the door and I close it behind me. Okay, give me a stealth check. Come on, rogue. It's like the one thing she's going to fuck up now. Like. Uh, 17. Yep, she fucked it up, everybody. She only got a 17. Yeah. Fuck that right up. We all listen at the door. <laughs> <laughs> kiss, kiss. <laughs> So yeah, you kind of, you close the door without, without making even a sound. She, she leads you down that back corridor. Do you remember the one I remember when, we, when you were first in the sleeping bee, the sort of servants kind of entrance and servants stairway. Uh, she leads you, you see her kind of head down that, that corridor. And she's kind of tiptoeing over the balcony, looking down into where the serving areas and, and the tables are. You see that there have been some makeshift cots made up for the lost and confused disciples from the convent. They're all, uh, they're all asleep. There's no one kind of up and around. She heads down the stairs and she stands at the doorway and just kind of beckons for you to follow. Okay, yep, I do that. You follow her out and she's crossed the courtyard and she walks past the stables. And as, she, as, as you kind of make your way to the door, you see that she's kind of got a small little candle and she lights it. Uh, and again, she gestures as she, she's now kind of leading you to the back of the stables behind, behind them. What's going on? I am so very confused. About what happened? When... When we kissed at the temple, I... I'm I'm so embarrassed. I... I... 
kind of here now that you've had a chance to kind of fully take her in and in in the light of the um the light of the candle you can kind of see that she's 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 definitely a little bit older than giles her blonde hair is kind of slightly kind of faded and there are uh, kind of deeper wrinkles forming around uh, the kind of the corners of her mouth uh, and her eyes uh, she's still very very pretty and age is kind of only kind of enhancing that beauty but you can see that there's a kind of a furrowed worry line on her forehead I this, this is this is very hard to say um, but I don't feel like this when when Giles kisses me uh, oh okay um uh, I, I I don't know what to tell you it was a lo- a love potion that fell on the ground and did that to all of us I know but I felt something you you're telling me you didn't you didn't feel anything at all um afterwards not really no <laughs> um give me a wisdom saving throw 16 <laughs> someone take those dice off her <laughs> stupid birthday you like you're like you're shutting her like her down here a little bit you know you're kind of closing off that uh, that's the impression I'm getting anyway yeah uh, or that's the impression that Ariel's getting on me not me Ariel <laughs> Ariel's getting that impression yeah this wow, is me pouring my much. heart out to you Louise <laughs> nothing new in our game so really is it I'm just taking out all my frustrations out on you <laughs> you feel the mark on your back kind of grow warm almost kind of like a like it's about to strike or you're about to but it, there's kind of kind of a, a deep throb and that that kind of the heat is there but there's no pain I, I, I don't know what to do. Do I... Do I leave Giles? Do I... Would you be... Happy... Still living here? I don't know. I... I've never... I've, I've never felt like this about... Uh, uh, about a woman before. Um... Well, all I... All I can say is you have to think of your happiness here. Like, yeah, you'll probably hurt Giles. Like, that might happen if you decide to leave. It's, well, it's pretty much guaranteed. He's crazy about you. But you can't let that stop you and then you be the one suffering either. I... I'll I'll think about it. Um, Please, please forget what I've said I'm I think I might just still be in, in shock from 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 the temple and, and, and what happened I, I I'm sorry and she just she shakes her head and she she kind of flits away from you back towards the tavern before she does I just I grab her hand okay and I just say to her just in the future do think of your happiness too there's nothing wrong with that you notice just because she she doesn't she doesn't respond she kind of pulls away 
there's kind of some kind of tears just kind of stinging at the corners of her eyes. She kind of pulls back and she she just makes her way back to the to the tavern, leaving you, or sorry, the inn, leaving you standing there in the dark. It's quite a beautiful night. There's like a thousand thousand stars in the sky overhead. We we leave you standing there uh, in the dark with inspiration. Look at you solving queer people problems all the time. I know. <laughs> Unless any of you have anything in particular you wish to do now. I would also like to tell Fia that I never felt that way. <laughs> Just to clear that air. Um, yeah, unless there's anything... You, With like, a woman? Yeah. I, I just want to go back in and go to sleep. Now okay, at this so stage. you're doing your little trancy thing now. Yes. Um, so... Um, you can meditate on that in a minute. <laughs> I'm going to reflect on that. How do I actually feel? I'm going to open up that kind of worms. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, dawn breaks and uh, Fia, you, you, you awaken from your trance and you head downstairs and you see that um, Thane sort of has the covers pulled up over his head. Uh, very, very, very exhausted. But Hephaestus and Nate, uh, you had already arisen and you've head downstairs and you see that a few of the volunteers, or sorry, a few of the disciples that uh, were here some have, some have left and they're, they're making their way back to their own homes and villages and some to Tezrab but there's a few and they're helping uh, Giles and Ariel kind of pack away the cots and blankets and preparing uh, food there is the very very sweet if not heavy and creamy smell of oats uh, bubbling away on a stove in the kitchen somewhere what would you guys like to do? ask for some of them oats <laughs> want some of them oats <laughs> them oats put hair in your chest Giles on on kind of seeing the, the the three of you kind of entering just kind of uh, he kind of he he takes kind of a cloth and he just wipes off a table very very quickly my friends um please 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 and he he pulls out one of the chairs doesn't care who sits in it he he flits back to the kitchen and starts bringing out bowl and tray carafes of some really really nice morning wine that's a thing here that's a thing don't question it it's a thing uh, it's a regional thing uh, morning <laughs> wine. there's the smell of coffee brewing and teas and uh, fresh juice it's there is a wonderful spread laid out in front of the three of you with an empty chair for for thing delicious yeah i suppose i should probably wake up at some point I'll, I'll get to that. Oh, <laughs> oh this is a story Relax. thing. Oh, God. I, I just thought I was super tired from killing a succubus. That was a collective effort. Uh, <laughs> I'll have you know. Thanks very I much, that. I'll have you know that Schofield did a lot of work for he us. He did a lot of work. <laughs> Schofield and I tag teamed that. Rip. Wow, <laughs> gross. Um, okay, so. Oh, um, I, I, I take that chair that Giles pulled out yeah, for me. Um, <laughs> and I stuff my face. Okay, so you guys are just stuffing. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I want to grab his attention as he runs past. Okay, just before I forget, uh, and in case anybody listening cares about the rules, our players have all leveled up as well, so you guys are all level four after having your long rest. Uh, in, just in case you're wondering why are they all suddenly casting new spells and having new abilities, we, we, we better like just shoehorn that in there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my guy's the a, he's, I'm a tiefling now. Like, the level <laughs> was really <laughs> weird. Entirely. Yeah. So yeah, you you grab Giles uh, as he as, in, in sort of that way like people do in the waiters, just kind of put your hand up, kind of <laughs> briefly touching his arm. Yes. Waiter, please. <laughs> <laughs> click click click. <laughs> yeah, he'll spit in your food. Uh, <laughs> Saved uh, his wife. <laughs> so he'll let me click his fingers. <laughs> um, uh, yes, Esther. Oh, what can I do for you? 
have you, while, while we were away, did you hear anything from Norris or his guards or see anybody come back around here? Or The guards, they left as soon as you did. I, um, They did not return. But it is quite funny that you ask that. Late last night, there was a rapping on... Rapping? Why did I roll that? <laughs> <laughs> there was a, a knock uh, at, at, at on, uh, on the tavern door. Ariel was asleep. I went down and there was a woman there. Very strange, very beautiful, very strange and mystical presence about her. She left She left something f- for the four of you. It was... I. I, I, I don't understand, but I, I, I take it and... I, one moment, please. I, I, I put it somewhere safe. And he just fetched it from behind the bar. <laughs> Very safe. Thanks. There is a... After a few moments, you hear kind of some rattling uh, and noise coming from the, the back kitchen. And he returns with a, a, a long piece of cloth. Um, there's something wrapped in it. And on it that you can see kind of pinned with a... A rather ornate kind of little pin. There's nothing else I could think of. A paperclip. She stuck it with a paperclip. There is a, a small little envelope. A jet black wax seal on it. I take the paperclip and I put it in as a new earring. Oh. <laughs> Gross. And I'll take the rest of it. This, it, it. On looking at it, you're not really sure. It looks like a, a stick wrapped in, in, in cloth. As you kind of open the envelope and you, you the contents of it... You just there. It's just it's it's very very simple. The the note, do right by love. H, X O X O. H. Who's H? It's Adana. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can I unwrap the stick? Yep. Pulling the the cloth away from it, and the cloth is quite fancy. It's quite silk. It's it's almost silk. Oh wow! A little bit too cheap for real silk. (laughs) Sorry, she's just been resurrected. (laughs) She's not going to fancy Marks and Spencer. I'm only a demigod, okay? I'm not an an allowance. (laughs) It's just kind of a very nice, soft black fabric, kind of flecks of kind of silver through it. Peeling it away, there's um, a. It's quite bizarre looking. It's it's a quarter staff. Uh, and it, straight away, you don't really. It doesn't look. It doesn't look anything fancy. It's a a long, dark mahogany quarterstaff. The end of it, though, seems to be kind of plated in um, what looks like very, very shiny, almost iridescent mirror. And there is a tiny little note hanging from the the neck. She likes her notes, doesn't do she? I, do I notice that there's a mirror on the end? Well, no, it's like loads of little mirrors. Oh, can I pick it up and have a look at myself in the mirror? Yeah, so you're looking into the mirror. Hephaestus, you're reading the note, I'm Yeah. Okay. The disco stick. <laughs> Go on. Instructions as follows. One use per day, following a performance check, allows the owner to cast glitter dust. Oh my god. You must effectively perform once some sort of dance move to use the disco <laughs> stick, which also doubles as a regular quarterstaff, and it will allow, on successful completion of a difficulty check, it will allow you to cast glitter dust once per day for free. What does glitter dust do? 
Glitter dust, my friend, since you ask. Cheese a point within range. A cloud of golden particles covers everyone and everything with a 10 foot radius of that point blinding creatures. Everyone and everything within the area is covered by dust, which cannot be removed and continues to sparkle until it fades away. For the duration, any target covered by the dust has disadvantage on dexterity checks and gains no benefit from being invisible. Sorry, dexterity in stealth checks from being invisible. Each target that is a creature must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or become blinded for the duration. It's like that Amazon like, package with, you know, the, the, it's a glitter yeah. bomb. It's a glitter bomb. It's a trick. Bomb. <laughs> yeah. But in terms of a spell, it's 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 somewhat similar to fairy fire. Yes. Except that it gives it gives them disadvantage as opposed to giving us advantage. advantage. Yeah. And they're so they're they're dis- so they become blind. Like, well, also you also could become blinded with this because this is glitter and it goes everywhere. Glitter yeah. does not discriminate. It does not. So yeah, once per day, whoever owns this staff, we all own it, don't Perhaps we? Perhaps who wields it? She left it? it to us. Yeah, well, she left it. But then again, I'm holding it. Yeah, he's so. holding it. <laughs> so I mean, ownership is like nine. I'm only half possession. joking. Guys. I'm only half joking. <laughs> uh, so you will effectively have to bind this to you. Uh, so I see. Holding it for more than like you know ten seconds is it requires a bit of like you using it a lot. And it becomes yours. I suppose we could just make a decision on based on, I don't know, who's the best performer or... God, it's a shame Thane is missing out on this because he's got like a plus seven in performance right now. <laughs> and in case our listeners didn't know, yes, I'm that player. <laughs> it's mine! It's mine! <laughs> I loot the bodies! It's mine! <laughs> I will kill you um, for the stick. Speaking of Thane... That's me. You've... Again, it's it's one of those sleeps where you know you've been um, you've been run off your feet. You've been you know it's been the longest shift of your life. In, in your case, that works out quite well. We're but, back in the closet again. <laughs> <laughs> We're always going to come back there. Yeah. We never uh, left. Yeah, that sort of the the tiredness that you felt like you were tired before you even got to herb. You've been you've been working, and a, an awful lot of stuff has happened in between then and now, and that tiredness uh, be kind of became a, a heavy ache and as you threw yourself into the bed it, it was only a matter of moments it's that one of those things where when you wake up you're like I don't remember falling asleep it, it was a deep deep heavy sleep and you find yourself kind of dreaming about the, the events over the last couple of days and hours and it's all it's, it seems to be just your mind making sense of it all you keep going back to that moment in, in the Swallow's Cave with um, Brother Sops, or Father Sops. And then it's flashing forward. It's being chased through the woods, looking at, like, trying to find uh, Sykes and Nana and Eugenia. And then the, the carriage uh, being attacked by bandits, ending up in the Sleeping Bee. The whole thing just kind of is, is replaying in your mind. And it's sort of a, kind of a slightly therapeutic thing. When something... Something pulls you from that sleep. It's cold feet brush against yours. And you suddenly, your eyes dart open and in that sort of, everything is kind of slightly hazy. You recognise a sort of blurry uh, and it starts to kind of come into focus a very very blurry smile just oozed out between two thin pale red lips and the you, the sides of the bed that you're looking at uh, feels heavier as if there's somebody in the bed with you Ooh. I just 
turn over the other way and take my quilt with me and try to go back to sleep. <laughs> you kind of... You're a blanket hog, obviously. Yes. Yeah. Nice to know. I pretend to be asleep. Yeah, you, you take the blanket and you kind of roll onto your other side and then you just feel this long, spindly, cold, bony hand just kind of snake under the blanket and wrap itself around you. And then you just hear and feel uh, the words being whispered in your ear. Good morning, my love. I've missed you terribly. And you've been quite the busy little boy, haven't you? Can't you just do the normal thing like everyone else and write a letter or like, you know, drop by the family picnic? I could, but then we wouldn't have these cherished moments together alone. And she squeezes you. uh, Like, it's not a hug. It's a... It's a squeeze, like a, like a snake uh, strangling its prey. I don't like that uh, at all, Tane says in first person. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I turn back over and, 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 and look at her and just ask, all right, yeah, what is it? You clearly didn't come for, like, a morning cuddle. Oh, you know me so well, Thane. Yeah, it's so easy to tell how much you don't like me. <laughs> no, I love you. <laughs> Oh. If you're not happy with the pleasantries, we can get straight back to work, but. And then her fingers just kind of run up along your chest uh, and just kind of stopping at your chin. As you, as you take her in, uh, you see that uh, kind of a darkness, an unnatural darkness, has kind of filled this half of the room that you're in. And she's sort of in it and kind of working around out of it. And there's. It's sort of vapor and smoke kind of wafting off her as she kind of comes out of the shadow like her hand touches you kind of it is that sort of vapors from chemicals kind of you know wafting up into the air and that sort of weird kind of blurry vision of you know heat on the horizon that are kind of uh, wafting around it doesn't feel comfortable i'm just gonna take that random guess it probably doesn't feel great no oh god yeah. no, no she's yeah <laughs> every time this this being appears it's never it's never fun pretty gross um i wouldn't say gross uh, but you know that's fine that's yeah. how you feel that's that's how you perceive it that, that's how that's how thane decides to um you know uh, deal with that yeah all right what's business is it another is it another old priest because boy that was that was really hard you really put me under the knife on that one i i do have a job for you and you're so very close there's a new target i need was it a succubus because gonna get ahead of you on that did kill one of those Super I have easy. Absolutely no need for a succubus. I have oh. plenty of those in my collection. No, oh, well. Oh. Hope it wasn't one of yours. Good news, Thane. You know this person. It will be a hell of a lot easier for you. Okay. Okay. I need you to find and kill Eugenia Flatstone. I need her heart. Okay, well, I... We haven't... I, I, I think it's been a while since we've done the heart thing. How am I supposed to get that to you? Because I don't think walking around with an old lady's heart is gonna go well for me, personally. See, that's not how this works, thing. I tell you to find someone, yeah. kill them, yep. and get me something sometimes. Yep. How you get the heart is of no concern of mine. Oh no, I'm just gonna like, you know, uh, cut that wide open, just yoink, 
Uh, but like, where do I where do I leave it? You don't have like a PO box. I will find you. Okay. Trust me. Cool. Do I get anything to kind of help me with this? Because I don't know if you've been paying attention. I know you're super busy. But like the last couple of days, we've been trying to find Eugenia Flatstone. She could have some tricks up her sleeve, and you know, uh, could you help me out? They fade back into the the darkness for a moment, and you just hear a voice. Seek out her niece, Thane, Raven Direheart. You will find her in Tezrab. And and that that's my lead. That's how I find this woman, and kill her. You've had much less to work with before. Yeah, that's that's very fair. Just you know, since we're having this nice conversation, um, any special requests? Like, got any little things you need me to do? Like branding or like dropping off a building do I make it look like suicide these are all she, very dark questions she leans in um, like she emerges from the darkness once uh, once more and her lips just press straight up against yours yeah. um, and you wake up and there is a sort of a, a trace of a kind of wet on your lips like it's kind of oil or grease but it's there and you're in the room all by yourself I would rather have kissed a gelatinous cube and I go downstairs and have some breakfast you head downstairs and you see the others are just before he came down can I just start doing a performance of the stick because I didn't pay attention when she was reading out the note okay <laughs> give, me, give me a performance check uh, unnatural 20 Okay. Oh, no. um, if yeah. you're blue and you don't know where to go to, why don't you know where fashion sits? <laughs> putting on the ritz. So you have charged the disco stick. Um, if you now wish to cast, you, you you kind of feel magic kind of surge through you and into the staff. Uh, oh, it, no. it, it feels like it's it's trying to burst out of you, like you cannot contain it. Oh well, in that case. Okay, you're gonna, you're going to cast. Straight up in the air. Thane, you emerge from your room to just see a an explosion of gold and silver, white glitter uh, into the air. Uh, there is kind of a gasp from everybody in the crowd. Um, as you now look down, you see that everybody, Nate included, are <laughs> body painted in gold, silver and white glitter. My eyes! My eyes! <laughs> I'm going back to bed. <laughs> yeah, it's everywhere. There's yeah. just glitter dust oh. in everything and everywhere. I start trying to scrub it off my arms. <laughs> now one hand is just very much coated in it. Oh, <laughs> you dumbass. It's pretty cool, though. Nothing about this is cool. I can't see anything. Oh, yeah. You can all give me wisdom saving throws. Oh, for fuck's sake. Including me? No, no, you're fine. You can get whacked for this. Oh, thank God. 19. 17. Okay. Six. Oh. <laughs> well, you are blinded by yeah. the glitter, and Giles is also very much oh, blinded no. by the glitter. He not um, Oh no! So, yeah, is he permanently he said, blind? My eyes. Uh, <laughs> the glitter is definitely. <laughs> I never thought I wanted to hear something so much in a French accent before. <laughs> Um, yeah, he's just, like, he's kind of, with one hand kind of kind of rubbing his eyes, the other hand is just kind of trying to feel around the, uh, for a counter or table to kind of stabilise himself against. 
Ariel just kind of comes out from the back kitchen and like <laughs> looks up at you and then sees everybody else and it's like, oh God, what's, what's happening? And then she, she, she runs to Giles and she kind of starts trying to use like the kind of the, the cuff of her, of her, of her blouse to try and wipe away some of the glitter. She looks at you, Fia, as she does it. And she looks back and she just goes back to Giles and she's trying to help him. Okay. I'm going to look for some breakfast that doesn't have copious amounts of glitter in it. She, she did bring out a fresh yes. pot of... Did oops. we even get to enjoy all you of did. that? You did, you had okay. a little bit. But... Oh, thank God. <laughs> so yeah, with the long rest as well, you're all full health and spell slots yeah. are all recovered and all that malarkey. Yeah. That, that, that D&D stuff yeah, that no. we're, we're supposed to be doing. Doesn't really matter, but... You know. That's just there for a reason. So what would you guys like to do? Other than... How long does this whole blindness thing last for? A minute. Oh, that's fine. So, yeah. does the glitter last forever, the, yeah, or does no, it like magically it, it, it fade away? It, it, it okay, okay, okay. Now, if it was real glitter, that shit's coming back in about three years' time. <laughs> well, that's why I'm asking. <laughs> yeah. Like, am I gonna find this you in my shoe in a week? Like... <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. After after sixty seconds, it'll all fade away. Um, yeah. I'd like to tell them what I found in the book from the sanctuary. So, um, this book I found in the sanctuary, it's from the Tezrap City Library as, as well. As she speaks, you just see that Fia is just glistening and glittering and catching the light <laughs> in loads of different places. <laughs> Trying to be super serious talking about what was in this book. It's, it, basically, it's a book about love potions, and I can see that someone has made notes in it. Well, it looks like two people ma- were making notes in it. And um, it's by... It's all about, you know, it's just all the science behind making love potions and about diluting it to make sure that it's people can actually take it without seriously hurting themselves or dying, which they seem to have done some trial testing on and made notes about, which is horrible. Tane falls asleep in his porridge. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's another book, like the one I found in Herb, that's from the Tezzerab City Library. Why are so many people stealing library books? They're free. <laughs> A random voice says. <laughs> and, there, and there are no library police, so yeah. really... <laughs> It's the perfect crime. Oh my god, it's been on campaign. Leopard <laughs> <laughs> police. <laughs> Is that our next lead then? Well, uh, I mean, if you want to return a book to a library, sure, but... Um... Well, all kind of... It, it seems like all roads kind of lead to Tezzerab at the minute. Well, I'm sure that's where Norris is anyway. Oh, I would wait, imagine wait, that's wait. our next... Sorry, I should remember something. I remember something. When I had a sleep in the convent, I had a little vision... I saw a big house with a big pond outside. Lake, pond, lake, lake. <laughs> lake pond. Lake. A, a lake is just a big pond, so. <laughs> well, there is right. a lake on the edge of Tezzerab. Right. Giles. Wee oui, wee. Oui. <laughs> he's just <laughs> there. The, um, he says this and like a load of glitter just falls off the guy. Um, <laughs> um, um, what can, and he's trying to like just himself and Ariel are trying to get the glitter off of him. Uh, what can I do for you, my friends? Do you know any of any big mansions with like a lake outside them? Um, it is, as Fia says, Tezerab is on Lake Capulet, no? Mm. <laughs> Another lead? All roads lead to Tezerab. That's a lot, a lot of leads. <laughs> I just want to go like buy things. You know, that's usually how I deal with all the stress of work. As as a hunter, I'd like to go and do some shopping. 
I don't okay. think there's time Are for that. Okay? I think No, I think like in Tezrab, you know, we can be investigating. It's like, oh, I'll just investigate this hat shop real quick and like 20 minutes later and you know, you get a nice hat out of it and everybody wins. Well, we, we don't want Norris to find Eugenia, do we? Right, Nate? No, we don't. I need to find her because I love her. You sure about oh, that? Oh, you remembered. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um Tezrab is some some way away from here. Um Please, allow me to assist you. You may take horses from the stable. Really? Great. I mean, I will, I'll pay you for it, because that's really cool of you. And No, you, you saved my wife. <laughs> <laughs> hate you people. <laughs> she has a name, Giles. <laughs> she's not just your wife, she's yeah. a person. You saved my wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks very much. And I kind of shake his hand kind of a little bit aggressively and energetically. Well, it's good to know that your wife is worth four horses. Mm. And a cart? Do we not need four horses? But of course. Um, I, 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 I will... <laughs> but we're going to take them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see why we need the cart. Uh, we have four horses. One's for Eaton. Yeah. I <laughs> know. <Aww. laughs> it's a long road to Tezrab. <laughs> I will. Um, I will. I, I will. I will buy the horses. Um, please, if you and he, the glitter at this stage has just kind of disappeared, and the plates and the food and everything else are all kind of back to normal, and um, you're all deglitterified. Thank God. Please um, have your fill, and then um, I, I will be a moment with the horses. Thanks. Noise. I have no shenanigans planned, so yeah. Okay, you're yeah. all. So you're, you just continue to tuck into that hearty breakfast of oats yeah. and cheeses and Yum. wine and, 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 and whatnot. Sand glitter. Free breakfast. Okay. Sand shenanigans. <laughs> Sand shenanigans. Yeah. The name of my next character. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised it's not the name for this character. <laughs> Occasionally, Giles will kind of flit in and out, but kind of after it doesn't take him an hour to get the horse ready but he gives you the time to kind of have have food and just kind of get yourself uh, together and your bits and pieces he kind of gives you the he gives you he kind of just signals to the four of you as you're kind of sitting around um my friends the horse is not ready sorry what <laughs> <laughs> the horses are ready <laughs> oh see I understand you when you started talking all normal xenophobes <laughs> 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 Thank you, Giles. We appreciate this. He, you find that there are four brown horses, little ponies, uh, all, uh, <laughs> saddled up. He's standing, kind of holding um, the the reins of the four of them to kind of gather. As the as you climb up uh, and you, you you make your way, uh, Ariel uh, comes to the door, and Giles just kind of puts his arm kind of around her waist. We will never forget the four of you. You have you have done so much. Bye. <laughs> Bye, Giles. I just kind of wave at them. Ariel kind of just, she waves. She doesn't say anything. She just, she waves the entire time. She just kind of stares at Fia. And, I nudge Fia. Um, she winces and she just looks to the ground and she just, uh, you, you, Fia, you see her just kind of put her hand on Giles' hand and kind of hold it for a moment. And then she removes it from her waist and she steps back into the, the tavern. 
That's so sad. That is so sad. It is. (laughs) Off we ride. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, on to some adventure and hijinks. Uh, So you, you guys are going to follow the the main road um, back towards the. Yeah. How long does it take to get to Tezrab? Going at well, you're on horseback. Mm. Um, so let me pull up that wonderful map that I yes. made. You guys are about eighty miles away from the city of Tezrab. That's not that bad, right? On a horse, it's like, it's like two days, uh, isn't it? Uh, shall I shall I Google it very much? Yeah. Yeah. Will, will we get into some D and D technical? Yes, let's. Things? How many days and on break horseback? for ice cream? Yep. How handy! Someone has already Googled this first. How because it comes up as a kind of an automatic thing. Oh, nice! So it's it's going to take you the bones of a full days because um, you're you're not going to ride the, the horses for twenty four hours. Like they're they're going to have to rest. <laughs> but, horses. Wow, what a fucking crap horse! <laughs> <laughs> they were free. Yours, <laughs> yours dies of exhaustion. <laughs> I eat him. <laughs> <laughs> and then you wear him as a cloak. <laughs> oh, no. With my glitter staff. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, yeah, so it, it, it's, it's going to take just over a day to make it uh, back to Tezrab from here. Um, uh, before we leave, I call back to Giles and I'm like, Hey, Giles. Oui, oui. Does this horse have a name? Or is this the horse with no name? Pierre. Oh, fuck yes. Pierre. <laughs> going to ride my Pierre into town. On the way to what you've had, kind of the, the roads traveling north, and you're, believe it or not, doubling back. Uh, on the way, you kind of you came from Herb, and the road is is quite. It, the road is quiet. That's the only way to put it. The road is very quiet here. As kind of as the day rolls on, you you man you pass a sign pointing to Herb ten miles, uh, sort of to the northwest, and you're all sort of kind of forced to remember your adventures in Herb. As if they were only, you know, a couple of days ago. Um, <laughs> but you, you, you continue on, and you see the sign for Tesra breeds sixty-five miles uh, east. And the road is it, it's it's the road is well traveled. Hello, Robert Frost. Uh, <laughs> there he is, right there on the side. He's really <laughs> confused. <laughs> kind of as as day begins to, to 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 end, you see kind of off off road slightly kind of other travelers have kind of pitched up to make camp as well uh, and it's kind of a mishmash of, of, of different people and it, it looks to be sort of like some sort of campsite or caravan type site thing that merchants would be using throughout you know traveling from a city like Tezrab around the countryside do they look sketchy no they all they all relatively normal you the four of you all look sketchy <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you for bringing that up we'll just check to see if they no, they're fine. They're all <laughs> they're they're ignorant in in, in, in in just how sketchy the four of you actually are. You there is there is space for the four of you to uh, pitch the horses, make camp, uh, and settle in for the night, if that's what you want to do. Yeah. 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 Sounds good. This won't go wrong. Yes. Okay. So I need someone to go roll for firewood. Uh, so that's a survival check. I need someone to do some basic cooking. If you roll well on your survival check for cooking, you get to. Save on some rations that you all hopefully have in your equipment. Otherwise, you're going to go begging for food. <laughs> and are you guys taking watch, or what's the story? I think somebody should anyway. Yeah, I think we will be, yeah. Okay, so I need someone to do a perception check. I'll do perception. I'll roll for firewood. Okay. I will help him with firewood, because okay, I don't so, want to talk to these and weirdos. And that leaves you to do the cooking. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> Which she loves. 
So Well, yeah. sucks for you guys, because that's a six. <laughs> okay, and I got a seven for a wood. But if I'm helping... Oh, you get advantage. Yeah, okay. I'm helping you. Alright, I'll go again. I got 18 for perception. Yeah, 18, I'm I rolled really well on the team. <laughs> I got a nine for wood. <laughs> okay. So you find some twigs and a very, very wet log. Spent uh, the night nice. hungry and cold. <laughs> um, you come back to find that... Hefe- so, Hefesta, what actually are you cooking? A horse, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> the air is missing a leg. <laughs> and he's bleeding out. <laughs> he didn't have too many to begin with. Yeah, so I don't you- know. Can I, like, see a rabbit running past and, like, Eldritch Blasted or something? <laughs> Cook it and catch it all yeah, at once? It's just the, the magic equivalent of microwaving something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit, I burnt it. <laughs> Coming back from your wonderful... Uh, firewood excursion Vane because you went to give a hand and Nate since you were kind of wrapped up and trying to find stuff Vane give me a perception check alright I'm about to perceive some stuff that is a 23 you're not really helping you you went to help with the firewood but it's sure. because you didn't want to do the cooking and you also didn't want yeah. to be look at right now so you haven't really been helping um, I turn around and I cast create bonfire there <laughs> Oh Jesus! Yeah. yeah, what an asshole! Let us do all this fucking work. <laughs> You're it's such a, a dickhead. It's a cantrip as well. <laughs> okay, so we'll get to that in a second. Yeah. So you you great bonfire in a moment. Um, Kept that up my sleeve. <laughs> Just you walking around with a mossy log. Like, I got something. Um, <laughs> Uh, it's falling apart as you actually bring it back to you. You spot two things. The first is some of the people around are kind of, they've been, you've noticed a lot of people have been kind of stopping and kind of staring at you, but no one has approached. I wonder why. They're, kind of, they're looking at, uh, they're looking at well, you two in particular. But you had noticed kind of eyes a little while after you had came off the road and started to make camp at, at this little site. The second thing you notice, and it's more, again, while you're looking for firewood, you kick something and you look down there is a it's a kind of a a ball of paper that's been bundled up and unfurling it it is a wanted poster oh of Fia Idrim Ah. Hephaesta oh Nathaniel Obsidian McKnight and that's it just those three people just those three people (laughs) and Thane Uh, so there are four very crude sketches of the four of you did they get my nose right they didn't oh Um, bastards uh, it looks perfect (laughs) 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 and that's a slow burn (laughs) that's a thinker ladies and gentlemen reward 10,000 gold pieces shit can I turn myself in (laughs) (laughs) dead or alive and dead is underlined damn it I'm I'm gonna look at this and I'm gonna commit it to memory and I'm just gonna I'm between two minds of throwing it in the bonfire, just keeping it in my keeping it in my pocket, and I think I'm gonna keep it in my pocket. Okay, so you've just they've done. no one has approached. Sure. Okay. Does and it say what for? Because you know they usually say like crimes of you know no, it, it being just says amazing, dead or alive, passion, uh, bang- crimes of passion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, crimes of passion. Uh, we no, just love too much. Uh, <laughs> wanted mean? bounty. Four names, four drawings of, of you, and the the ten thousand gold dead or alive. Is is. Is it issued by anyone? There is a seal on it, so it has sure. been approved. It's kind of uh, signed, sealed, and approved. Official. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yikes! Well, I go back to the campfire. You go back to the camp, uh, <laughs> and you ca- so you, you, the, the two of you come back to see 
Thea kind of perched on a, a stump doing lookout. You've spotted there's like three separate groups Thea kind of operate or have, having made camp here. There's a, a, a group of, of merchants and they're kind of discussing, they've been bartering, but they've been kind of throwing eyes at E every now and again. And there's a small wagon, sort of like one of those old kind of West Pioneer type things. So it's also doubling up as someone's house. And there's a lot of kids running around and screaming at each other and two very, very tired looking parents <sighs> trying to rustle up something for them to eat. Out of the three groups, they have paid you the least amount of attention. <laughs> Turns out they're the real bounty hunters. Thane <laughs> <laughs> and Nate come back. Uh, Nate with his very thick, heavy, damp log covered in moss and mushrooms. Proud as punch. <laughs> you find Hephaestus standing over a, uh, well, a discarded pan that she's now broken up a clump of rations into. And that's cooking. That looks great. What is that? Dinner. Yeah. Um, no, it looks delicious. Yep. Is that like a, an old family recipe? Yep. Nice. I'm going to enjoy it. I will. I definitely will. Or else. <laughs> uh, I turn to Fia and Nate and I'm just like, hey, just out of the blue. Um, just, you know, some friends having a conversation with friends. How's your, like, disguising abilities? Nate, you got what? them magics. You're able to, like, disguise yourself, give yourself, like, a big mustache. Yeah, I got a disguise kit. Why? Oh, oh. No, it's just, like, you know, curious, you know? Because um, we're dealing with all these nasty people, like, Norris knows what we look like. Ugh. What if, you know, what if we rock up into town and they're suddenly like, oh, there he is, that fella who wants to, you know, get with my sister off with his head where 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 is this coming out of i just think ahead i'm a very tactical man always got to be prepared always got to think ahead endure and survive give me an insight check yeah <laughs> you can give me a deception check no i'm being honest <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, sorry <laughs> i thought you were lying through your teeth well i'll roll anyway just for the heck of it um 20 less, like a nat 20 less than that unnatural okay less than that um yeah you just Again, it's he's not lying, but you get the sense that there's something he's hesitating about something, or he's hesitant about something. Completely out of character. Nate Payne is being weird. Who could have guessed? <laughs> oh, it's so different for him. Yeah, he's being straight laced and honest with us. Yeah. There's something wrong. <laughs> Payne, what is going on? Uh, well, we're at a campsite, and we're uh, going to no, try find no, Nate's no. wife. What is going on? Oh, you mean between us? That no, thing in no, the no. I see where this is, Fia. This is like not a conversation to have in like public. There's children around. Thane. It was not very PG. Where is this coming out of that we need to disguise ourselves? I know you're hiding something. Yeah, I'm hiding lots of things. I'm a man of mystery. You are so infuriating. Yeah, well, I know. Aren't they cute? Just tell us what we're getting ourselves into here. I honestly don't know. But I'm sure it would probably be really bad, like the convent, because that wasn't fun. I mean, it was like, you know, fun looking back on it, like we had a great time and adventure and no one died. But personally, my body did not enjoy most of that. If you were to quantify it, it would be about 20 hit points worth of not enjoying something. I'm getting more and more annoyed with him as he's talking. Yeah, Can I just give a little perception check and kind of look him up and down? Give me an insight check. Are you, are, are you looking at for body language? Uh I'm trying to see, like, Maybe it's a bit metagaming to be like, I'm trying to see if like there's a little thing hanging out of his pocket or something. Or, like, uh, you, yeah. No, because you, you were busy looking for the firewood, you, yeah. you, didn't, you didn't spot it. So, no, I, and he was quite... You could look to see if like there's something off with me. Uh, that's going to give me an insight check if you wish. Yeah, yeah. I'll do I'll do insight, so. Oh, okay. Festa, uh, you busy there preparing your three-course meal? Yep. Uh, Eleven. <laughs> She's 11. like, fuck these okay. guys. <laughs> it's kind of a little bit like what Fia is picking up on. You're 
he's he's definitely dancing circles around something. Can I just like come up and give him a good slap up the back of the head? Who? No. Nate. Oh, I think Nate. <laughs> I mean, can I do both? Like, are they standing next to each other? Can I just come three, up between them? Three stooges. Them? <laughs> <laughs> Snap out it's of little, it. It's like not to hurt, but just to be like, you know. Okay, so you, you just slap. slap thing on the back <laughs> of the head. Okay, so you get like kind of a. Uh, an irate mom's slap. On the back of the head. <laughs> oh, that so, is who I am. Uh, okay. You've yeah, got in yeah. trouble. You're becoming your own mother. I just, I just no. Your worst nightmare. I just shake. Can I just blast head. myself? <laughs> I'm like, okay, okay. But group huddle. Everyone, come here. I don't want these shitty kids hearing what we have to say. Mister, what did you eat? <laughs> Hi there, young man. What's your name? i will just blast. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like horse meat, little boy? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a little girl. <laughs> My name's Cynthia. Hi, Cynthia. What's your name? That's not a... Mm. Go away. Why? Go away. Why? <laughs> I, pick up, I pick up a stone and I cast magic stone and I make it like levitate and like sparkle a bit and I'm like hey look at the look at this magic stone I just found do you want this magic stone yeah and I fucking throw it 60 feet <laughs> go get the stone <laughs> it's really far away yeah go get it don't you want it I do but it's really far away <laughs> imagine what it'll be like when you get it and all your friends don't have a magic stone make another one I can't. It was a magic stone that I found. A fairy came and touched it and made it all magical. And she gave it to me, and now I'm giving it to you. Isn't that right, Fia? What? Yes, exactly. Help me out with my obvious lying. <laughs> she's just staring at the four of you, kind of like with a... Um, as she kind of smiles, you see that she's missing a couple of teeth. And she's that got... Uh, but in a cute way. But in a cute way, yeah, yeah in a really adorable way. I, uh, I say, hey, why don't you go back over to your uh, parents? And then I cast Minor Illusion on my face to make it look like a really scary, ghoulish face. Going, <laughs> like Bilbo in Fellowship of the Ring. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> Do, so, okay. Um, There's a lot happening to this poor child. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's your spell save, DC? Uh, it is now 15. Oh, Nice. Well, it turns out Cynthia is quite a tough little girl. Oh my god. <laughs> I've seen worse. <laughs> Jesus. Listen to you, little shit. Just go away, okay? I'm sick of it. Go away. Go away. Why? <laughs> I, like I like how we're all looking through our equipments now to find something to bribe this horrible child with. This is the worst enemy we've run into. Yeah. Oh god. It's like every game of Skyrim where like the kids are annoying you but you can't kill the kids because Todd Howard is a bitch. Um, Why won't you tell oh, me your name? I'll tell you what. I, I, I look down at her and I tell her my name in Infernal. And it's something so, like... She speaks Infernal, doesn't she? Um, <laughs> she's a little fucking demon. I say, look, I'm sorry. Go after the stone and I cast Suggestion. And she just she skips into the dark. Oh, thank fuck. Okay, really quick, come here. Come here. <laughs> <laughs> Hurry before she comes back. <laughs> I'm so scared. I'm so scared. This is Cynthia, the human child. <laughs> There's a horrible joke there that will be made after the podcast. Anyway, um, subscribe to us on Patreon to find out what that joke is. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, Nate, incredible idea. 
but I, I pulled them all close and I'm like okay group huddle really quick everyone like shut be quiet and I pulled out the wanted poster and I'm like listen I didn't know how to tell you guys this but now I know how to tell you this and it's very quiet and away from people we're clearly wanted for something bad what? I'm sure it was Norris it has to be Norris but he did it so quickly you mean like with printing and with mass production and distribution like this guy must have some kind of network God only knows who that man knows you He's don't find my daddy's flyers. Oh my god, god damn it. <laughs> Cynthia, go away! <laughs> yeah, I, I, hide, I hide the piece of paper and like, Hi, Cynthia! Your Did daddy's you find... flyers? Yeah, my daddy's flyers. Did you get the stone? I got the stone. Can I have it? <laughs> you, know, you said I can have the stone. <laughs> <laughs> I'll trade you. That was the... Ch- okay, I'll trade you. <laughs> ten gold pieces. No, it's not worth ten gold C- Cynthia, pieces. Cynthia, You're Cynthia, Cynthia. Last... Did your dad make these posters? No, my daddy's job is to put those posters up. Oh, are her parents looking at us? Like, are they paying attention to what's happening? Are they... in the world. Right? Can I uh, cast sleep? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not hurting her. Okay. <laughs> at least physically. <laughs> yeah, cast sleep. She'll, she'll be fine. So five d eight. Turns out this child has a hundred hit points and is the spawn of Satan. <laughs> Falls flat on her face. <laughs> Six, seven, uh, eleven. Plus another six is 17. Was yep. that four dice? Plus another eight, so that's 20. Okay, so basically, <laughs> you've rolled enough there to knock out a small orphanage <laughs> <laughs> of children. Uh, probably where Fane comes from. Uh, <laughs> you never know. But yeah, so she's like, that's my daddy's. And she's just gone. She just, <laughs> she just, she, uh, she's kind of half talking to you, half annowing you. She just, she kind of. What's up? Describe like a dog. She kind of circles around a little bit. And she pops herself down. She makes herself really. No, she kind of, kind of one of the, the the logs that you were kind of sitting on. She's kind of pressed herself into, and she's kind of half falling asleep. And in an adorable way, she just, she's out. Coincidentally, so are the rest of the family, like uh, the children at least, uh, very much unconscious. You're welcome, mom and dad. <laughs> what, uh, then we, what, we, need, we need to get out of here. What do we do with this? Leave it. We need to get out of here. Leave it. <laughs> No, because that would be suspicious. It'd be suspicious touching the thing in the first place. Are we talking about the child? Or the- I hope, I hope yes. so. All right. I, 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 I look at the poster one more time and I mess up my hair to make it look not like me. I do like... <laughs> uh, I'm profi- podcast I'm, listener. I, I, I have a disguise kit and I'm proficient with it. So. Okay. And I'm yeah. not proficient with what I, I'm doing. So he, while he's doing that, I'm putting on an actual disguise. <laughs> <laughs> he's just standing there tousling his hair. So you can give me uh, a roll of a d20. You can add your proficiency bonus. That is 20. Unnatural. Okay. So what is Nate's disguise? Um, oh, Jesus. I don't like fame. <laughs> I disguise myself as sups. Okay. Uh, so, wow. The greasy okay. little peanut <laughs> returns. <laughs> but very tall. <laughs> Okay, so you, you, you age yourself, kind of slick your hair over a little bit, and you kind of try to, you know, you wring it through, kind of give me a kind of a parting. What are the rest of you doing while you are, um, you know, running your own little special effects makeup workshop over the corner? <laughs> I, I, I pick Cynthia up, and I, uh, no, wait, I just, I stand in front of her to, like, block the eye line so okay. that no one sees this while Again, Nate her parents is... are getting hammered in their caravan. They really don't care. <laughs> I'm, I'm just pulling, like, my hood up. Yeah. And just, that kind of thing. Just trying all to... I have is my cloak. Yeah, just waiting for Nate to work his magic. Okay, so you've blocked the parents from finding Cynthia. They are hammered. They don't. They're not even looking. There's like a million of these children, um, so <laughs> that's fine. Yeah, the rest of you like you're, you're pulling your cloaks up. Thing you've messed your hair up a little bit, 
after a little while um, Nate kind of reappears but he's not Nate anymore he looks he looks like brother Sops like father Sops he he uh, he looks old his hair looks matted and kind of greasy he's slightly hunched yeah it, it, it's a transformation and a half one improvement swear to god <laughs> swear to god Festa. I reached out I, 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 I pick up Cindy and I just like hand her to Nate I'm like here you go don't give us away <laughs> I mean like bring the child back to them oh so that okay. they don't suspect us <laughs> okay I turn on my heel <laughs> okay. <laughs> roll for damage. No, I say crows. Um, she's still asleep. Like, I rolled to see if she would wake oh. up. Oh, yeah. God. Can we just get out of here? Yeah, let's just go. They probably think she was like, you know, passed out from drinking or something. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How okay. do children work? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's how I do it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm gonna. Yeah, I throw. I throw the wanted poster in in, in the bonfire, and I just like prop Cynthia up to look like she fell asleep against like a stone or a tree or something okay. and not just like right in the middle of a field <laughs> and you ride off into the dark yes yes <laughs> into darkness into so danger so your horses are going to be suffering from exhaustion because they haven't had a chance to rest yet okay um, and you will also take a point of exhaustion if you're going to just ride straight towards Tezrab in the dark well I think we should kind of maybe is there woods or that kind of around us that we could can, can we camp somewhere less safe with less people you can yeah yeah all right yeah i'll take that okay so you're taking that risk yeah yes okay um you get on your horses and you leave the campsite and you again you go back onto the main road and you're heading eastwards uh and spotting via spotting um a like a, a wooded area in in the distance points at it and the four of you uh, run your horses uh, off the main road and you're now if this isn't even a, a slip road or a path you're now kind of on rough country ground uh, and you make your way to the tree line. Thanks so much for listening. If you like what you heard and you want to see more of our stuff, then you can check us out on social media channels at D8 Dungeon for some behind-the-scenes nonsense, character and community banter. Our awesome theme music, Love Chords, is by Martin Ryan. The next episode is out in two weeks' time, and we'll see you then. Fucking Cynthia. Hi guys, I'm with you all the time. (laughs) (laughs) The big bad of the campaign reveal. (laughs) 